0: Welcome back to Struggling with the Bums. So today we will be actually taking a little look at what our journey of finding meaning and looking back on accomplishments in our life and even looking forward to potential accomplishments we may have in the future. Um, I wanna start off by talking a little bit about positive psychology, which is something I've been studying recently as part of my master's program. Um, I think it's an interesting subfield of psychology that really tries to look at the other half of psychology you know one half of psychology focuses on oh what ails us what's wrong with us how did we get here and that this side of psychology focuses on humans can thrive we have the capacity to be great um and so how do we do that how do we get there how do we flourish basically is the ultimate goal how do we flourish even in times of bad situations you know why is it that Certain people are resilient, and others are not. You know, those are the kind of questions it asks. Um, and so to start us off with, I'm going to look at uh, just mentioned briefly uh, well-being, and I'll talk with Bryce a little bit ago about this is uh, one of the other primary goals of positive psychology, and, it, and it's constituted of five elements, and that is positive emotion, engagement or being in the zone, quality relationships, meaning and accomplishment, which we'll talk about those end too. Um, and so kind of what we have amongst us too in our friendships and the things that we've been engaged in and, and things like that. So, Bryce, do you wanna start us off about finding meaning or looking back on meaning in your life?
1: Yeah, <clears throat> I think, you know, meaning to me, I I guess like the whole, but being part of this thing, like a key staple to this, but in my opinion is feeling I haven't done anything worth name in my life. Um, you know, I got my undergrad from University of Oregon, and I thought that would like make me feel accomplished. And you know, I mean, maybe in a little bit, I graduated college, big whoop. But I think if anything, it made my family happier than it did myself. Like even now, you know, I, it's almost been a year, and like my grandparents and my mom are still like, "Oh, we're so proud of you for getting your undergrad." And then just like, I don't, I don't see necessarily the big deal, and. That's one stage to it. I think for me, I'm very specific in what matters to me. You know, one of my life goals, something I want to do before I die, and I think is really meaningful to me, is like I'd really like to, <clears throat> like not like save someone's life, but say I made like like a drastic change. Like I like I really want to. You know, I I've heard like stories of the past of like the people who've talked people off bridges, and you know. Pull people out of burning buildings and it's like i'm not saying i necessarily going to do something like that or or want to but i I really like the opportunity in my life to have the opportunity to put it all on the line for someone else like i'm really big into like selfless acts like that and that's something i think i would find great meaning in um and then my other big staple for me is like patriotism uh thousand times big patriotism guy and I think kind of on the line of self-sacrifice is like service to country and or area and so I think like for me I probably once I finish my two-year degree will look into getting back into the military and doing just like a four-year stint and just as a I think that would I feel like for me that would be like something meaningful you know I I think for something to be truly meaningful, you have to put something on the line. You have to sacrifice something. There has to be something at great risk, you know, and not saying, you know, that, that's just me personally. Everyone's different. You know, I think a lot of people can find different meanings in their lives. And something I struggle with is feeling like, you know, I'm 24 and feeling like I've done nothing meaningful in my life. You know, I would, I think there's some minor things I've done meaningful, which maybe later in the conversation I'll dive, dive into those. But uh, Daniel, what, what, how do you feel about like meaning and do you feel like you've done anything meaningful yet?
2: Mm, I'm sure I've done like meaningful stuff, but I've really, I, I guess um, it might be a, a little different of opinion, but I, I really don't feel like, I don't know. Right now, I don't feel like I have a meaning really, which I, I guess part of the reason that triggers a lot of these, like, random at, random thoughts that I, I have before going to bed um, about, like, what what's the whole purpose of being here, um, because I, I know some people find meaning in other different ways or something that they can latch on to, but for me, um, I don't know, I don't see, like, the overall, like, point, and I don't, um, and I, I know we're only here for like however long you know it's not not like we're here for a while either so um, a lot of times it's just like okay well I'm not trying to waste my point if there's no point in doing this but at the same time I don't know what the meaning in doing a bunch of the stuff is that's and so that kind of brings me to the point where it's like I don't want to to be working some like essentially dead-end job till whatever till I retire because then it's just like okay what was the meaning that was I would like really brought here just to sit here and do that same thing for up ten years you know um and then it's it's kind of like I guess the cool thing that I like watching like um sometimes like then I guess nature documentaries or even about space um and just because just because it's like so interesting to listen to um and especially the stuff around space there's just so much stuff that we don't know that um yeah I don't know it's just kind of crazy and then it's uh I guess it gets to the point like why are we here um what's the point in anything um how can I like uh how can I I I guess for me I'm still struggling trying to find meaning in in my life um a lot of it is like i don't know why i'm here or what's the point um and i i i personally don't know how to really find that um i don't i don't think it would necessarily be doing that through like a job or anything um because it's like yeah i, I guess it's kind of like a double-edged sword because if you all you do is work for your life then I feel like you're missing out some enjoyment on things but at the same time if you don't do that then um I guess there's not a lot of fulfillment I know it's pretty boring without having a set purpose necessarily and I know a job does give you that but I think there's like a, I guess a balance um to be found with that I so um yeah other than that cause I don't know it's just crazy too because there there's so much on this planet that uh, that there is to explore that I would want to know about. But at the same time, if you're being realistic, like it's not like you can just drop everything and go find out for yourself either at, at this point too, because I guess in some ways you are constricted by different country stuff um, mo- like money as well. Cause traveling whenever you feel like it is definitely something that's like money gated, I feel like, um, or monetarily gated. So yeah, I, I definitely would say that I haven't found my true meaning in life. Um, I, I think that um, some other people have, which is always curious to me because, uh, I don't know, it's always curious to me because, um, I guess it's like a foreign concept because I just can't imagine what that would be like that, oh, I'm solely here for this purpose. So I don't know, that's just kind of my thoughts with it. Um, if you all have any similar thoughts or something or maybe maybe i'm just doing, <laughs> rambling on but
0: no i think you're right to talk about that it is a double-edged sword there's a balance you want to maintain because on the one hand when you think very deeply about these things and our purpose we are a speck and on a cosmic scale so what really can we do that would have purpose or meaning exactly. I mean, we are a blip in the billion year history of the entire universe um, and sorry the religious folks about that is just more of a scientific basis um, but it is hard you know it's not easy but I think one thing that's helped me is try to focus on myself and my community how can I a help myself and, and not in a selfish way but help myself so I can better help my community and that includes you guys my family and other people that I want to help along the way and that's why it's so hard uh, to do that, and I, and I know positive psychology says that when you have a purpose or feel a sense of purpose or meaning, it actually is an insulation against any feel, uh, feelings of anxiety, depression, and things like that. Um, and you can see how continuously questioning and ruminating on these things can lead yeah. to those feelings. Um, so yeah, I think it, I just you have to really think about you know yourself and, and be reflective and say, well, what exactly do I mean? You know, for me, I think I really do want to coach football. Um, and my experiences in coaching youth and even at the high school and college, I feel like there's just so much more of an impact that coaches can have. And we've already seen from people, but it can go even beyond that. I feel like a lot of people have the wrong idea when they go into coaching and it really should be about how can we advance these people and give them a chance to develop strength and to go be somebody, you know what I mean? And I find a lot of meaning in that. And even though it's hard to stick to it, um, because that is not easy, uh, it's something I kind of hold on to for sure um and just being a nice person man I think there's something to be sense of purpose and trying to be nice fill this world with a little positivity so I think that's kind of the, the thing we're getting at and how do you guys feel about I guess legacies too like as we search for careers and topics so Bryce you want to talk on that
1: yeah so personally um I think having a good I think having a good legacy is better than maybe accomplishments personally you know I don't know, because I just recently watched The Last Dance again, and one might say Michael Jordan's not a great person, but best to ever do it basketball-wise. I mean, his legacy, and I don't think he's a bad guy, you know, but, you know, the two two circumstances, like organizations I've been involved with when it comes to my legacies, you know, I played high school soccer, and I was really good. Never got the opportunity really to play varsity and something that still deeply affects me, sadly. But, uh, you know, my legacy, I guess, from that is like, I, well, I was really good, but I played JV1, with like all the younger guys, and I really coached them up. And, you know, I had really good leadership actually as a freshman from my JV1 leaders, and they kind of taught me how to pass that on. And I luckily got to keep that going and I'm proud to say that from what I hear from the last few guys I know about JV1 still JV1 which is a good thing to me and you know I think even on like a personal, note, you know my when it, growing up it was like if you weren't good at soccer you weren't a good person which I know sounds like a dumb ideology but that was how it just was and it wasn't just me and I really got myself out of that towards the end of my career and really passed that yeah you know, we had guys on the team that sucked but they were good dudes and they didn't deserve to get treated like shit like they did sometimes. And so I'm proud to say that, you know, maybe that's one of my legacies. And my other one, when I worked for the Oregon football team, I, uh, my last year on the staff, I got put in a leadership role. And I would say my previous year, I had not very good leadership and the methods towards maybe teaching me things. I don't think were very appropriate. And I'm really proud to say that the guys I had under my wing, that I gave 110% effort into always being respectful and always doing my best to coach them up the right way. I'm not saying I'm perfect. I definitely made a lot of mistakes, but I'm still great friends with all those guys. And all those guys went from knowing, you know, not very much straight off the street kind of to all of them. May were in leadership positions after I left, which is very impressive, like senior leadership uh, positions. You know, after I left, so I I felt like great. You know, I never really succeeded personally in EQ, but I think I'm almost more proud of the fact that I led and I taught these guys, and they went above and beyond in succeeding. And, like, I'm still great friends with them. And, you know, I hate to say that. I'm not the greatest of friends with, you know, who I had kind of leading me. And so I, I guess I look at my legacy and I failed probably in a lot of aspects in personal gain through maybe both those organizations. But when I look back, you know, I can sleep on an issue knowing that the guys below me and the guys I was with, I did the right thing in my opinion um daniel you have any like legacy thoughts i guess
2: um i don't know i mean i guess i have thought about it from time to time but um i i guess one weird thought you can think about is things are just so online nowadays Uh, even when you kick the bucket like your online footprint i guess you could say would still be on there um, I don't know if that's much to a, a legacy or anything, but um, in terms of legacy, I I don't, I don't know what I'd want to leave, to be honest, um, or, or what I would want to do with that. Um, I guess the feeling is like, I don't know. I mean, I guess it doesn't always have to be something significant, but usually when you think about a legacy, it's something that you want to have be significant. And so, I mean, I guess even for like the small legacies that I think someone, some like an average person would leave, um, would be. Um, what's my train of thought? But yeah, um, I I guess like the the smaller legacies um, with uh, people, I guess can fulfill. Um, but I guess for other people, it's also like they they want to do something big or extravagant, which is not always necessarily. I wouldn't say it's like unrealistic, but if you're looking at the numbers too. Um, so I, I guess it re- what it really boils down to, in my opinion, is whatever you find meaning into with living your legacy. Like if you're fine with something that might might be a smaller end, but you think has like a lot of significance versus like someone that needs the, the bigger legacies or something. Um, I guess it really depends on the person um going going back to myself I really don't know what I would want to or like I would feel great about leaving um I guess there's a lot of things that I'm I'm unsure about um or that I really don't know um I would love to find answers to a lot of stuff but um I don't I'm sure it'll come all in due time or maybe like as I as I age um my perspective on things will change too. I'm sure like, um, if having a family ever is a thing for me, then I'm sure that's a lot of big change on the perspective. Um, and, but as it stands right now, like, uh, I don't know. I just kind of feel like I wouldn't say drifting around is the right word about it, but it's like, um, like I, like I have like the hard set, things that like i have to do like there's no getting around it but there's a lot of times it's just a lot of thinking about like purpose what's the point yada 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 um you, you want to add on eddie
0: yeah i was gonna say so i think two or three things i'm trying to make sure i stay time on the mm-hmm. project before i get to where you're staying right now and i'll give you an exercise to help you with that um meaning and purpose is essentially like trying to contribute to something that's greater than us right and I think something as part of that that fits in with the legacy component is I'm hoping to coach in a manner or just be a person that can leave a positive impact on my community, whether that's, again, small or big, I don't know. Am I really trying to make it big? I mean, not really, but again, to your point of being realistic, yeah, I, you know, I don't, I don't think so. But at the end of the day, you know, if I can just see someone, yeah.
2: Um, yeah, actually, yeah, kind of going off of that, I guess part of it is like, um when I was doing sports and athletics, like, I had no issues, like, thinking about, like, any of that, um, just because, like, I don't know, that that's what I love to do, um, so it wasn't a lot of drifting thoughts, but, it, yeah, since being done with athletics, it's, like, well, I don't know, I just kind of feel bland outside of that, I, I know a lot of people, when I, I've said that, like, I don't know, my personality feels like a robot or something, I know a lot of people don't uh, agree with that, but, I don't know, sometimes I just feel like a robot, like, just going, like, um, uh, how do I explain this? Um,
1: like, through the motions?
2: Yeah, like, through the motions, but it's not like I'm, like, not caring or anything about people, but it just seems like, um, I don't know if it's, like, an obligation, but, like, not even, like, an automated, like, an automated, like, response, like, a basic automated response to a lot of things um which I I guess I don't know if some people have taken it like and the fact that like I don't care about things but um it's not I don't know it it just feels like I don't know if it's like a sense of like not caring about anything but I don't know a lot of it feels automated but but like I said like some people um, my sister, especially, disagree with me that I I don't have like a personality or anything. But I know since like being kind of done with athletics, it, it, I I feel like it's kind of like that. Um, and other than my like other interests, I don't know. And I just I just feel like kind of robotic in a way. Um, yeah, Eddie.
0: Um, I think the thing I was gonna mention, like this, might help you clear some of that up. Was yeah. So I'm hoping you know every generation you almost want to leave things better off than where you found it right for the most Definitely. part i think that's something that you should just in general try to do and right now we're finding that to be the opposite of the truth um but one thing i had to do was like or it was mentioned i never did but it's like okay a little morbid thinking but it on your tombstone like what would you want it to say when you're gone and you have those people that care about you surrounding it what do you want to be said about you you know what i mean Bryce, you want to you want to start us off on that and come back down to Daniel
1: dude I, this sounds horrible but I mean I got a really awesome opportunity to visit DC back in 2011 and got to go see Arlington cemetery and which is where I don't know exactly how it works but that's where a lot of US service members that have died and I think in specifically well, in conflicts, I think all have the opportunity to be buried there. But I, I just see it as, I think, like for me personally, and the values I have set for my life, I would be almost disappointed in myself if I didn't end up with men and women of that caliber that are buried there. And that's just how I perceive life. Um, I think with just how my ideals as an American, right or wrong. That's that's where I've my tombstone, I just want you know, SBC win, I don't know, something. War, da-da-da, whatever. It's just where I i think like that's what I want to say. Cause, you know, and, and if it wasn't maybe the military, just like, I don't know, the guy that always took care of the people below him. I think that's two things that are like
0: essential into my life and my lifestyle. So now that you mentioned that, I'm gonna just cut in real quick to take that a step further is now you know those two things, you want to aspire to be that kind of person. Now, what are the actions you want to take to be that person is what comes next.
1: Oh, man, you're actually you're actually right on top of me. So grad school right now, and I am not in the best of shape or not where I want to be. And so I was not very healthy in college, I ate a lot of shit too, I drank a lot of bad shit and now i am um, on paleo diet i work out i try to work out sometimes a week don't always hit that you know but best i always hit monday through friday you know cardio lifting core um about to go start taking some martial arts classes sooner than later um you know really trying to drink more water as you guys have seen in camera and you know, i've been checking away on this thing uh, you know I'm trying to get myself to a point where hopefully after I graduate with my master's program, that I can go back into the military. And if I don't, I'll probably just keep training until I can get there. Cause yeah, I think it's something that I truly believe, you know, my whole, th- you know, I grew up with a very patriotic grandmother and I've always been fascinated with history. And, you know, like it or not, grew up, grew up in the whole war on terror, saw the p- towers get hit. It always, I can't speak for everyone, but, it, you know, even as a little kid, it sparked something in me. And as I've grown up, it's it's always been something that's, like, you know, my family, service to countries. It's never been, like, forced, but it's definitely, like, you know, a couple of my cousins went over, all of my uncles, my grandpa started in Vietnam. You know, it's, like, it's just something for me, I uh, and I realize that's not for everyone. I don't blame it not being for everyone, but I think for me specifically. And so my actions, yeah, are that. And then I guess to the other thing is I'm getting my degree in organizational leadership. So I can be a leader and I can be a leader that takes care of his people because I uh, firmly believe that if you take care of your people, they will take care of you. And I've seen awful leadership firsthand and what it does to people and retention rates. and. I think too, like I'm not a great leader. Like I want to be, and that's why I'm in this program. I think I'm a good one, but I want to be a great one. And I think doing that is education on leadership style.
2: Eddie right, Daniel, who wants to go first? Uh, I actually just had a, a quick fun fact is that uh, speaking of the World Trade Centers, my mom was literally in those buildings a week before that happened. Because at the time she, uh, I guess there was, she was there on a business trip from the World Trade. She uh, worked for one of the World Trade Centers um, in, in North Carolina, and I guess they had a business trip up there to the, the New York one. But, yeah, she was literally there a week before. It was crazy. Daniel,
1: crazy. Eddie, I know you were there outside the bunker. Do you yeah. remember, uh, say, Peter with the beanie who from Pittsburgh? He, he, always, yeah. he had, yeah. Remember his story about the World Trade Center? and like hey, I don't he, actually.
0: Damn, either. <laughs> Oh, because he we, was you in, know what? He was in Jersey, huh? He was yeah, in Jersey. Bro. We we yeah. really
1: should bring him on for an for an episode. Sorry, that's totally yeah. yeah, no
0: worries, no worries. But, oh, yeah, I, I, I,
1: that story when he told it for like first person seeing that shit. I still today. I like lights a little bit of a fire under my eyes, and I'm just.
0: Mm. Well, I mean, even my dad actually was in his hotel, looked at the World Trade Center, and so his flight out got mixed up so he flew out the night and morning before uh they flew into the world trade center he literally got was home right as it happened um and no one knew they all thought he was flying out the 11th so he would have been like right next to ground zero if they hadn't mixed that up there, there's yeah. so many stories about that, that it really makes mm-hmm. you i don't know maybe some of it's coincidence but some of it almost feels like not nah, it's just crazy but i think that's a <laughs> definite topic for something we could explore in the future yeah yeah And
1: not that you know funny story too my mom actually had a business trip in 2002 but the picture she she has a picture and it, it was still fucked up like the building like i i just think that's like crazy that even a year later they were still
0: like cleaning that up but sorry keep going hey no worries man um but daniel what do you think man if you had your tombstone uh would they could be on it elite video game
2: um i don't know i feel like i would want to joke on there because it would be hilarious um I've, I've seen some pretty like um funny joke ones that i've seen on uh people's tombstones so I've, i feel like that'd be hilarious to have um but i guess in terms of like what i want to do before kicking the bucket is just as long as like whatever i do in life like I, i'm fulfilled and happy like, where it's gone, um, I think that's the biggest thing, because, I don't know, I know the day that I kicked the bucket, whatever the timer, I know, I, I don't know what the timer is, but, like, I don't know, if for some reason, I don't know if it's because of the, what was it, um, Justin Timberlake movie in Time, or whatever, that had, like, you can yeah. see the timer, but for some reason, that, and, uh, I think it's Death Note, but I always see, like, picture, like, this timer of, I mean, you never know when it, um, you're ever going to hit the all the zeros but even then it's like um when I do someone else is brought into this world too and just like a lot I guess the cycle of life um just kind of making sure you you do what you want to do and makes you happy um because I know I've touched on it before you're we're really not here that long um so um like obviously I still want to be a good person and good friend to friends to everyone that I'm, I'm friends with I'm not trying to be a dick about anything like that um but as long as I'm happy with how things have gone um I could really care less like what other people say because I'm going to be probably six feet oh I don't know about six feet under I might want to be uh burned up burned or frozen like I don't I don't I'm not about being buried um but, uh, yeah, so at that point, it won't matter to me what people are saying, so, um, I mean, it's not like I'm trying to be a jackass to anyone or anything like that, so, oh, yeah. um, that's not, not what I'm getting at, but, yeah, when I kick the bucket, it's not gonna matter, so, um, but, I mean, it is interesting, because, like I said before, when I kick the bucket, like, million, probably millions of other people on the same day I do are being brought to life and gonna go through their own experiences and find their own way, so is this something interesting that I think about Um, you, you have something Bryce?
1: Well, I was just gonna ask you, like, do you think you haven't found like your thing yet? Cause like, I think something, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, like your thing is obviously like football and coaching. Like you can see the great value that you can have in that. And for me, it's leadership and possible military career. You know, I just haven't heard you like mention anything specific. So do you think you have just haven't found like your niche or your thing um
2: yeah I probably would say that because like I, I said before i don't really feel like i have a purpose right now like i don't know what that would be um i know i know some people have definitely found that um which is cool for them because it it helps i definitely feel like having a purpose helps drive you throughout your day and everything and you definitely have a lot less like worries um well i don't know at least i have the opinion that you have less worries um when you have a purpose um but for me yeah i have no clue what that is and like for the longest time like i don't know anything athletic wise like i i thoroughly enjoy and like i know people have suggested oh maybe i should go into coaching or something around that um but i don't i don't know i just feel like a lot of things right now um even if i am doing them well it kind of feels like going through the motions um even if I thoroughly enjoy it like um a lot of my hobbies I thoroughly enjoy um but I wouldn't say like they're my purpose you know either um so yeah I mean I I really don't know I, I know I keep saying this but yeah I have no idea what what my purpose it's
0: would be the eternal bum quest
2: yeah exactly I mean I, I guess that's the other thing that's not helping right now with the situation is that not only do I don't feel like I have a purpose I'm not feeling like I'm doing anything um and even if I am like yeah I, I mean yeah technically if you look at it like I'm doing as much as I can during this time but um just I guess not being able to see the work in progress I guess is always hard um I I know that's kind of how it is when so you're trying to eat healthier, work out, trying to get a consistent, like, um, goal set for yourself. Um, most things not going to happen overnight. And you're definitely not going to see um, your gradual process versus someone that, like, sees you at the beginning and then sees you towards, like, midway or at the end. Because then it's noticeable to them, but not so much yourself,
0: so. Absolutely. Um, let's yeah. uh, take What, what about you, Eddie? So we can get to hear what you would put on your tunes. I mean, honestly, man, I think just that I was kind and then being compassionate. I I know that sounds like super simple, but I feel like we take for granted being kind and compassionate Mm -hmm. and having empathy for others, you know, being able to try to understand others, which I know is something that we're trying to do here a little bit of. um, I think if you, if you had a little more of that, uh, the world would definitely be a lot better replaced. If I can just affect Mm -hmm. my community and reminding them to be kind to others and compassionate and considerate of what, someone else i'd be feeling that con- controversial to you or like you know against you you know goes a long way you know it'll be my thing yeah. basically and to leave the world a better place too because i'm tired of seeing all the bullshit we see but
2: yeah there's there's definitely a lot of bs out there
0: a lot of bullshit um but yeah daniel why don't you take us into your uh, bum moment about uh going a little fast
2: yeah so this uh bryce feel free to input whenever um I guess it's a little quick story, but, um, yeah, I think this was still early on, um, getting to know Bryce and uh, two of our other friends. Um, I guess one of them is more, uh, I guess the other one I don't really know as well. Um, But, uh, yeah, this night, I forgot, I know I got a text, I think, from you, Bryce. I'm not really sure. I think
1: I called you, actually.
2: Yeah, text or call, it was something at some like to me it was like a random time but I was like you know what 10 o'clock. <laughs> yeah fuck it whatever um so we uh meet up at this mall I don't I don't really really remember like what we were talking about or anything but it had been decided that you know we got a uh, two uh, pretty uh quick cars here so um and y'all knew a knew a place that uh you could go really fast um with and not like worry about any issues so we're gonna test the limits um and I, i'm pretty sure we did your car first bryce um let me see how how fa- fast we could get that going um yeah. and then i know we hopped in mine but i we were booking it like it was yeah it was crazy but it was it was hella fun too i know we had like the fast and furious um oh. going on too
1: Fast and are going one fifty one down the road. Yeah.
2: <laughs> hey, um,
1: talk about music to want to drive fast too. I think that made us drive faster because I, I we, guess another
2: disclaimer: we were not putting anyone else in danger except for no, we were safe.
1: In, uh, we we had a um, safe area. If anyone got hurt, it was me from my buddy doing a fish hook and me not wearing the seatbelt.
2: <laughs> Did you know? <laughs> Um, but uh honestly i feel like we could have really pushed that even more um uh, i think we got eight, scared um, because
1: of how hard the cars were shaking well, i was i was scared
2: my car well see the thing with my car is the more people you put in it the slower it goes because <laughs> it is uh for those that don't know it is a uh coupe and a pretty small one at that so like any any weight difference does Add on quite a bit, and it's not like I would say it's the slowest car by any means, but like you, you, I definitely can feel it when like I have other people in the car for sure. Um, versus Bryce's uh, Charger, so
1: yeah, mine's a little bigger. Yeah, yeah. I you know I think it's funny because you know a lot of our friends that have ridden with me and Daniel, you know, well I should say Daniel because I don't I don't drive. I don't really speed by myself, yeah. um, but I think people that have ridden with me and Dan, think we're a little suicidal sometimes because of the dumb stuff we've done. Probably more in Daniel's car because he's not as scared to get his ticket as me because I'm I was really broke. Back I was say starting. that. Like, <laughs> uh, I think I think you could we could have pitched together, get we could have got a GoFundMe for the ticket, but for me, dude, I was I that was, I was, that was the, the thing is
2: whoever gets the ticket. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, we
1: to help him out, yeah dude, I I just remember like this having so much fun. But there we had one buddy, man. We went over this, this not a hill. It was like a little hump in the Speed road, bump thing, Speed yeah. bump, whatever you want to call it. And we got some legit air time. And our buddy started crying. And I think he just thought we were psychos or something because we're like, we got Fast and the, the Furious in the background, just losing our shit. Like, Let's do it again. So he's like, take me home take me home Um, oh man next time we see each other dude
2: yeah i don't see i don't remember that reaction though but i do remember uh for sure taking or getting the getting air that one time that that was crazy um like i said before (laughs) it's real duke's a hazard moment yeah,
1: absolutely um so we so we don't get like sued or anything we we don't recommend you do any of this don't do it it's bad yeah. kids. Just be
0: it, careful. Be careful. Yeah. Be careful.
2: Well, I guess the other thing too is every time we've done any of this, it's been by ourselves like no one near like anything like that. Oh we're yeah. Only, yeah. Only people we're endangering is ourselves. Uh, yeah. I
1: I have a couple stories about some friends that we well, I know one and you guys know the other are doing dumber stuff in cars than what we were doing. Yeah.
2: Snow
0: exactly. day. <clears throat> But to, but to bring it back to the topic, so we're going to talk we're just a little bit from meaning to now accomplishment and achievement. And I think we take for granted some of the things that we've done, honestly, at least I do. I mean, realistically, I know, yeah, you go to school, you go middle school, high school, blah, 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 on and on, college. But I think we do got to pat ourselves on the back for making it through high school, man, and making it through college. There's something to be said about accomplishing that and and our own experience in that too. You know, we might be some regular regular bums, but you know, we definitely had our struggles. And I think that's something that we can pat ourselves on the back for and try and raise some positivity and be like, hey, like, you know, we we made it, we did it. um, And and kind of reflect on things that we've done as you guys are reflecting on things that you've done in uh, the car world. Uh, So, I mean, what are some other accomplishments you guys can think of that you're like, you know what, maybe I should be a little more thankful I did it or things like that. Dan, do you want to uh, start us off?
2: I don't, I, I guess the biggest thing that I'm still the most proud of is like kind of writing the ship, um, that I had all messed up towards, uh, at least with a whole dismissal through college. Cause, I, um, I guess it was an accomplishment, uh, accomplishment for me being able to write that, but also, um. I don't know I found out I found a lot about being myself too and kind of focusing on things um that make me happy through that um which I think was another accomplishment to that because there was a lot of stuff that I I definitely was more in the closet about or like I wasn't really just open about um definitely definitely stuff revolving around um my uh heritage too um, with that so yeah I, I think that that's the biggest accomplishment for for me right now is being able to bounce back from that while also learning a lot about myself and then being able to experience things that otherwise I wouldn't have been able to experience um, but yeah I, I think that's what it would be for me um, what about what about you guys you want me
0: to take it yeah I go for it uh, I think definitely one thing that, I mean, besides graduating and I, you know, that was one thing I was looking forward to and I actually gave one of my certificates to my grandma because I think there's a lot of credit that's owed to my grandparents who immigrated here um, and really got their kids to rise above a lot of bullshit and stuff and so I'll be able to do that as well and that's just awesome just to add on to it, so. That was also controversial, but I think the biggest one in in college, uh, there's some, there's definitely a lot of things that I could really be talking about. But one of the biggest things is when I was going into college, I said, I'm going to join a program for football. Like I'm going to somehow be a part of a football program. And I, thankfully, you know, through my connections, I should say, maybe not entirely through my own luck, but, or well, my luck, but not entirely through my own efforts, but made it on. Uh, and I remember the two interviews I had to go to and remember starting off and I was freaking out. And I remember first time sitting in that tight end room and I was like, damn, kind of made it low key. Um, and really, a lot of days I woke up and I said to myself, if, for any of you that have seen the movie Fury. That when they're in the tank and they're riding and it was like best, best job I ever had. So that was something I said to myself a lot of mornings that I had to go to work, you, you know, when it's 5.00 AM and I'm like, God bless it. Like, I don't want to go do this, but it was like, you know what? Best job I ever had. And then get up, shower and then head on over to work. And I think that was one of the biggest accomplishments ever. And while I had to step away earlier than I would have liked, that was still just, you know, that really made, it felt very validating. It was like, man, I wanted to do this. And could I do this? And it was like, yeah, man, I, I can do that. You know, I can really step up. So I was a huge accomplishment. And that, definitely something I'm hoping to take forward and as I continue to find coaching. Um, so yeah, Bryce, you want to say this up with yours?
1: You know, um, <clears throat> side note to Eddie's thing, you know, you don't work for, you do not work for the Oregon football program and suck at what you do, because if you do, you will be gone so quick. You won't even know what hit you. You know, I, it's not, it's not like Eddie does, you know, he knows so much about football. Like even to be an intern, you know, for the team, you have to know, I mean, I couldn't even do it with my knowledge of football, you know, and definitely looking farther, farther into the podcast. I want to definitely dive more into it because there's a lot of details that I think there to talk about because me and him worked together for an entire year and had a lot of interesting experiences together. Um, I guess, you know, one thing I could say similarly to Eddie is like I, on the other side of, Working for the team, I worked as an equipment manager. It, at least when I came through, it it, it was really hard to get in. Maybe it's harder now. Again, that work. but Oregon was coming off of, uh, you know, the 2015 season, which was pretty popular. I mean, we lost the bowl game, but it was you know, Ducks were still a big deal. And, um, you know, I applied at it. I got told eighty people. I don't really believe that anymore after working for the team. But there's probably like. 10 or 20 guys but you know how it worked for me is I had like a my first week there it was a if you screw up anything it was the tryout to the tryout you know and it was like if you screw up anything if you're not 15 minutes early you're done like we're not even going to tell you you're done you're just done and I, I mean I almost went an hour early every day and You know that that I worked that entire spring term, and they didn't have a scholarship opportunity available or anything like that, or it was not I was not getting paid, and um, I stuck through it. And they lost a couple guys, and who didn't, and luckily, you know, I stayed for a whole another year. I had to volunteer another year, and it was really tough um, time wise. You know, I worked like three days a week from twelve to sometimes eight o'clock. Usually got off around five, but sometimes eight o'clock, and then you know when you get put on scholarship, you really get to work, you work like 80-hour weekends, and I did that for two years and a little bit of extra time. And you know, I'm sad the way it ended, but I'm really proud of myself for it was. I wanted to be an Oregon Duck equipment manager since I was like a sophomore in high school, and it was it was hard to get in, and it was a tough job at times. And it was mentally and physically demanding. And I stuck through it when other people did not. We would have guys come in and they would be gone in a month, you know. And it was the easy part of the month, you know. Um, So I'm really proud of that. I, uh, you know, I'm really proud that, you know, I have a lot of learning disabilities. Not somebody that was supposed to go to college, honestly. Um, I did. And I graduated in five years. I'm really proud of myself about that you know, just the perseverance I had to show. And there's a lot of other things, but I guess, like, those two, you know, are my two biggest things, Um, I'd say. I mean, we could talk all day about the tournament we won or the, you know, whatever, but I think when things, like, really matter to you, you know, those are probably my big two. Yeah,
0: I I wanted to take this even into, like, do you guys feel like that we underscore – achievements because I think we're bringing up all this stuff and I know we talked about some of but like do you guys feel we underscore achievement especially with like kind of a recency bias thinking about like oh man we're just really feeling like kind of shit right now but so like looking back you're like you know what I've accomplished a lot of stuff and I'm capable of a lot of stuff and going forward I know that I can do xyz what do you guys think about that
1: I, I think like for me I'm really problematic because I compare myself to a lot of other people that honestly I shouldn't And it's like, I'll like compare myself to Elon Musk in the sense it's like, so fucking cares that I graduated college. Elon Musk, he's built Tesla. And I know that sounds dumb, but like, or maybe like I have buddies who graduated uh, through honors college and they had above a 4.0. And I'm like, dude, I barely struggled through English 100. I got like a C minus in that. And originally, I was ter- I would never say that out loud because it's so embarrassing. But you know what? I did what I. It was challenging for me, and I got over it. And that's, you know, I think it's easy to compare yourself to other people, especially when maybe you're friends with those people or you're close to them and they're succeeding. Um, you know, I I, refer- I recently texted a and then, you know, I was super upset because a, gr- a girl I went to high school with, she recently just bought a house. Like a nice house. And I felt like such a fucking loser. Like this is literally like last week, I think, or two weeks ago. I was in down in the dump's back because we're the same age, graduated high school at the same time. And yeah, I, you know, just different points. I live in a shitty apartment. She going to grad school and she owns a home and has, I guess, a really well-paying job. Um but yeah, you know, that doesn't mean I haven't accomplished anything in my life, and it's an everyday struggle. Yeah, and that's all I can really say about that.
2: Daniel, um, I don't. I know at least comparing yourself to other people is a lot easy, or at least not doing that is a lot easier said than done. Um, Absolutely. Um, uh, I know I I try not to do that, and like everyone goes at their own own pace with everything. Um. But uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's it's rough, especially right now. Is all I can really um, say. Um, trying to. I just side note would not ever recommend bashing your head quite a bit. It makes you really lose your training a, a lot. Um, I I yeah. I think
0: um, that. Sorry to interject, I know you're losing your thought there, but I think that's something to to celebrate in some way. I mean, we are all so different. We can't truly compare ourselves. I mean, even studies in psychology that look at the best types of studies is the ones that are,
2: you know, random,
0: but especially twin studies to see how, like, people develop. But then again, you still can't compare them. They're two separate people. Um, I know that, you know, to your point, Daniel, like, dude, the stuff that you've had to struggle with with your concussion history I think is something to look back and go what I've been able to do is great you know what I mean yeah. and I know you yeah. may be not clear but that, that's something to look back on and say you know what I, I fucking did that that's something to hold on to
2: yeah I mean I, I guess one of the smartest decisions I, I, made, I made was quitting uh, a lot of my athletics because uh, any more concussions definitely would not have been uh great for my uh, well-being um And yeah, I mean, I I guess things like that could definitely be seen as like accomplishments um, on on my end. But yeah, going back to not comparing about between people. um, Yeah, I mean, everyone has their own timeline of of doing stuff. Um, Like I said, it's a lot easier said than done. But um, uh, I, I guess the thing that helps me is realizing that you know we all have different paths we're all going down if you want to compare it to a river we're all falling down river and here and there you never know like where you might be the part of the water that divulges on some other part of the river and um and go from there or wherever life leads you um every i think everything works out um in their own ways um And sometimes even when you're going through, like, a rough patch, um, if if you want to point out to now being a rough patch too, um, I think everything happens for a reason. Um, And that you either learn from it or maybe it led you to another door of opportunity for something. So um, I, I think it can definitely be discouraging to look at other or see other people's paths um, and trying to be patient with your own but I I think that's the biggest thing is just being patient um, when things aren't seemingly working out in the way that you have envisioned Um, because maybe you didn't even envision something working out better than it ended up or like that actually turned out um, being so um, oh yeah that's just kind of i feel like i ramble on a lot but uh, yeah bryce go for it <laughs>
1: yeah yeah the way you compare life to the river i compare it to a marathon like i think <clears throat> at some points during the race of life you know, some people are sprinting some people are jogging some people are down their knees getting shit kicked out of them and some are just crawling you know i think we all have different phases in our lives and like yeah i think i think it's tough when you're young expect yeah I, The premise of the bums is it's hard to be in your 20s because if we're comparing this to a race, some people are fucking dead ass sprinting right now, you know, especially now, you know, with like social media and TikTok, like there's people, there's 14 year olds that are making more money than the three of us will probably ever see, you know, off of TikTok and YouTube and all these other platforms, you know, and You know, I don't necessarily consider that success. I mean, financially, yeah, good for them, whatever. I just think, like, it it can be really tough sometimes, especially when you're running this race in life with the rest of humanity. It is only natural that you will look to your right, your left, behind you, above you, below you, in front of you, you know. And, you know, Dan, I, I know you feel like, you know, maybe you're crawling or the guy getting the shit kicked out of you, but I think also in retrospect, if we were to talk to more people, I bet there's people that think you're the one that's sprinting and they're the ones that are getting the shit kicked out of them. Because, you know, if I've learned anything, the biggest lesson I think I've picked up in college is uh, probably, I think retrospect is how I faced it. I, I think fully understanding that, you know, I felt like a real fucking loser through going through school and struggling through English comp. And then one day I went to, I was back home and I went to Walmart and there was a guy who I'd had classes with in one of my special ed classes. And we had been buddies, you know, we struggled with the same shit. And he was working at Walmart. And, you know, I don't remember exactly what it was like, but he was like, dude, I would do anything to fucking go to University of Oregon. And he was just like, I don't care if it took me 20 years, I, I would graduate. And, you know, and it really put things into retrospect. And it's why I became comfortable with taking five years, you know. Being grateful for whatever I do have, kind of in a way, you know. Maybe it feels like I'm getting the shit kicked out of me because I'm getting a C. I got a C- minus in the easiest class. You can probably take it to a U of But there are people that would kill to, you know, do anything they could in their power just to be there, you know. And I think when we get like this in life and we feel like we're not accomplishing shit, that I guarantee there's someone that looks at you and they're like, damn, that motherfucker is sprinting and I'm getting the crap kicked out of me. And I think knowing that, when you are in your own life getting the person getting the the crap kicked out of you, you can take that and you can start walking and then you can start jogging, you start running and then you can be the person sprinting. That's how I always think about it. Daniel, you...
2: uh, yeah I just wanted to, to say yeah I mean it it's all a part of perspective too Um, because I think I've seen this I don't know if it's like a meme or or not but um, it's essentially just a photo on like how I guess it really wouldn't be a meme because it's not meant to be funny but it was just a photo about how someone had one thing that they're not happy with but there was someone else that was wishing that they had what they had and then yeah it's kind of like a chain of that um, it, in terms of transportation with that so yeah it's, it's definitely there. there's definitely things from perspective and I, I think that we could all um, uh, benefit from taking the time to sometimes take a step back and kind of uh, imagine what it would be like from someone else's perspective but um, kind of I, I guess I had another thought um kind of going off of that um which i just forgot <laughs> funny i'm enough, going to transition
0: um, to eddie because he's been yeah, dying yeah, yeah, is, but... i'm not dying to say yeah. i think you guys are hitting on it i think from the perspective of positive psychology it brings back to the beginning it's like you know be mindful of what you've accomplished because it, it's a lot more important for you to flourish for yourself and then go on to help other people if that makes sense so like really just try your best to focus on yourself and be aware of yourself where you've been in before and where you're going because that will be ultimately helpful yeah
2: okay yeah I I remembered Uh, also it really depends on how you define what success is too Um, because like yeah some people might define it as the monetary thing like you were talking about Bryce with the the TikTok um, things but you know just for some people in their perspective that's not successful you know like um, so yeah I, I guess it really depends on what you define that as because um, I feel like everyone um, yeah there might be similarities in what people describe success as but I, I definitely think there are things that are are different um, based on the person as well so that that, that, that was the train of
0: thought that I was trying to remember but yeah yeah no worries um, I think that has to do with finding meaning really I mean yeah. for the people that are making that money it's like okay that's great like don't get me wrong having that kind of money Mm you know life changing but is that really truly what you're finding as meaningful in your life you know is that really the success you're going to define yourself as i think we all have to take a step to to do that to define our success to find our meaning for ourselves and search for meaning and to look back on our achievements and say yeah man i can i can freaking do this and i think to be reminded of that is very important
1: definitely yeah i think maybe it's a good time to talk about like value like maybe like self-value because because I think that's something that's honestly underrated. Like <clears throat> like the big thing you hear now is like invest in yourself. And it's something that I don't feel like I heard until I got into college. And you know, and like self-worth and having self-value. And like, you know, like when I like when I worked for my equipment staff, like I it was made very clear I, like I lacked self-value and I didn't have a lot of self-value. And I, I guess I really didn't understand what that meant at the time and maybe i still don't now, but I, I think self-worth is like how much you value yourself and like what how much you really believe in yourself and like it's funny you know full circle the guy who told me i had no self-worth and needed to get more you know i that was that was the reason i left i i found myself in a situation where i found myself worth not not equal to what i thought i was worth from the same guy and yeah, thanks for the lesson dude because you know i took your advice and you know i value myself over what maybe they were offering and i just think like you have to value yourself like even in maybe in the retrospect of the why world you don't matter as like a speck of dust or whatever but you know what you can matter to yourself and you know i think there's like a lot of importance in that
0: two two things i was going to say actually there's a Quick story. I don't know if you guys have heard of it. When you talk about the words of the mattering and things like that, even Daniel, for yourself too, going back to what mm-hmm. you were saying in the beginning about man, we're just so small. What does it really matter? You know, I don't know if you guys have heard the story, but it's it's told in many variations. But essentially, you know, a jogger runs along the beach in the morning, and every morning he sees this guy who starts throwing starfish back into the to the ocean. And it's like the starfish are stuck on land and they can't make it back, and you know, they're probably gonna die. And so the jogger one day finally stopped and was like, you know, why are you doing this, man? Like, there's so many, there's thousands of starfish out here. Like, how are you ever going to make a difference? Really? And the the guy responded by picking up another starfish and tossing it back in the ocean and saying, I just made a difference for that starfish. You know, the jogger went back home and was like, huh. And he came back and next morning he did his jogging, he finished his jogging, he came and helped the guy throw more starfish back in the ocean. And I think the idea is like, Finding your value, finding your worth, finding your meaning and understanding that, you know what, we're a speck of dust. We get that. We're a blip in the cosmic calendar. But you know what? For the time that we are here, bet on ourselves, work on ourselves so we can better help other people, I think is really just that ultimate goal of finding meaning, doing something that's bigger than ourselves and then accomplishing what we find find extra value in. I think that's something to, to bring in the sum to what we've been talking about this entire time. Um, and with that, maybe get into some closing thoughts, if you guys want to have anything else you want to add to this.
1: Yeah, you know, I would just say, you know, I think, Daniel, you know, your thing will come. I, I really think – because, I like, I know you, and I know that – I think if you had, you know, so to speak, a thing like I do with the military and Eddie with coaching that – you'd probably be more hardcore into it than either of us to be honest you know I just know how much of like a devoted person you are like when you say you're gonna do something you do it and you usually do it to the extreme in a good way um (laughs) but you know and I think that's that can be said for a lot of people I you know I think it's really forced trying to find meaning and purpose and I just think like You know, I read a lot of stories that just people like it comes at you at the most random time. And it sadly might be in your 30s or 40s when you really find out your purpose and what you're supposed to do. But the key thing is that when you find it, go do it. And that's just, that's kind of my closing thoughts.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't have much to to close on. Um, Other, I don't know. I mean, I'm sure with time, every every I don't know. I feel like with time, everything will eventually work out. But um, I know that's not always the case um, with everything, but definitely having, making sure you stay positive um, is the key and just kind of focusing on being a good person and um, really making sure you stick to what makes you happy. Um, but so, yeah, the, that's all, all. I have to say to wrap up, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, just be you. You know, what you find meaning in has value and what you accomplish has value. So go be yourself. Go chase it. Um, And that has been Struggling with the Bums. Uh, Feel free to hit us up on social media about stuff that maybe you've accomplished in your life. Feel free to DM us about things. Uh, Got a lot of great feedback and hoping to hear more from everyone. Thank you and uh, continue to be a bum.